following program is rated M for mystery, malfeasance, and mobsters, and may contain trace amounts of murder. True stories of history's forgotten detectives from across the 20th century. This is Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater! When the Epicureans of L.A. feel a naughty need to get their French on, only one destination will do. La Grenouille sur la Cochon, bastion of nouvelle cuisine and life's work of head chef Annette Latour. But an unscheduled visit from the LAPD can only mean that Annette's evening, pardon my French, is about to get s***ed on. Pierre, purée dispaté. Gaston, Brian de Goose. Officer Thompson, could you please make your point? Why didn't I get an alliteration? My point? Read by the lips, Frenchie. The LAPD ain't patronizing your snob job of a nibblery no more. But the biannual police charity dinner and dance carries us through the slow season. Let me come to the station. Talk it through chief to chef. Save it, Annette. The chief and I are like freaky Siamese twins sharing the same brain. We're so like-minded on this. Wow. Check out the tiny eggplants. How do you get food here so small? Da, ne touche pas. And could you please put the peanuts away? You're contaminating my kitchen. No. Chef Annette, is this boy bothering you? Your only concern at present, Charles, should be making it through the dinner service without sullying my soup. Bring it here. Yes, chef. The soup, chef. I think you'll find... (laughs) Again? The chipotle? Like you've gargled garbage and spit it in my mouth. Throw it out, Charles. Drag your delusions of grandeur back to your station and start over. Yes, chef. Yes, Charles. Cocoresant me in escargot. How dare you? Thompson, stop throwing peanuts at my staff. No. Sorti, I have bigger literal fish to literally fry right now. Please, this place caps out at sardines. Fine. I'm gonna make like an exorcist and get the hell out of here. Au revoir forever, Annette. And soon, across town at the West Los Angeles Community Police Station, the chief gets the call he's been waiting for. Rapturous tidings, Buckles. The deed is done. The biannual police charity dinner and dance will not be held at La Grenoille sur la Cochin, and we will no longer have to deal with that highfalutin hussy Annette. Actually, Annette and I always got on pretty well, Chief. Finally, some good news to get our minds off all those people combusting in a manner most spontaneous. Five years we've been locked into that hoity-toity hellhole. The food is twice the price and a quarter the size. If I wanted my dinner to be about how tiny, insignificant things are in fact enormously important, who I would invite one of my ex-wives. Well, congratulations, Chief. Biannually, Buckles, I am fed the same claptrap. Look at the minuscule, delicate dinner rolls. Absorb the microscopic pot roast. Regard the wee watermelons. How do they get the food so small? How about how do I get a decent portion for you? I will tell you for how. This biennium, we will be dining at PJ Stuff and Guts American Food Deployment System, a card from my private Rolodex. This is where you enter our story. The new venue must be made aware of the oddball affectations of our staff. Larry's lactose intolerance, Pearl's peanut allergy, Ira's intolerance for Italians. So I am putting you on this special task force. I'm honored, Chief. You should very much not be. I'll take the case. Incorrectly referring to this as a case is an insult to things which are incorrectly referred to as cases. And yet, Junior Detective Jim Buckles continued to refer to his task as a case, all the way down to P.J. Stuff and Guts, 
where he met with Task Force Officers Thompson and Pearl. Afternoon, Officer Thompson. Oh, hey, Jimmy. You missed the first two hours of seating arrangement, but you can catch the last two. Your tax dollars at work right here. Guys, we really need to ask about peanuts. Pearl, will you shut up? We'll ask them. But seriously, it's like actually a really serious allergy. I'm not even joking. Mary, mother of my illegitimate child. Jimmy, you want to go ask PJ so Pearl will shut up? Sure thing, Thompson. You know how many peanuts I eat, Pearl? I'm going to breathe on you so aggressively at dinner. But no, honestly, if you did that, I think it would actually, like, make me sick. (sighs) That's coming right from my diaphragm. (sighs) Jim Buckles strolled through PJ's cavernous kitchen and found him busy at a gargantuan grill. Excuse me, Mr. Stuffengut. Gatsooks, man. You sneak up on a veteran like that, you best be prepared to get blown half to hell. The bottom half. But the fun parts. Didn't mean to startle you, sir. Ah, oh, not your fault. Charlie tossed an incendiary grenade a little close for comfort. Messed up my hearing. Officer, I salute you. Whether the war is abroad or the war at home, we're both just lusting after Lady Liberty. You protect and serve, but this Sunday it's my job to serve you. The most all-American, deep-fried, refried, gravy on the side, coronary suicide your hungry eyes ever laid their hungry eyes on! It's quite the kitchen, sir. It's rated for six tons of all-American bovine. You cook for a starving platoon, it changes you. Quality is sissy talk! Feed one soldier a six-pound steak made from the cow parts God got lazy on? Feed another a dime-sized filet mignon? You tell me which one's ready to die for this country. Ever flash fry an elephant? Uh, Still on the to-do list, sir. There's some dietary restrictions. Peanuts and lactose, specifically. I know it's an inconvenience. Hell no. Hell no! In the suck you had to adapt. Charlie bitch slaps you. You turn around and give him a purple nipple. Officer, I pride myself on the exacting standards of my kitchen. Nothing gets in or out of this place without my knowledge. Not one solitary peanut or lactose, whatever the hell that is, will breach this stronghold. Listen up, detective. What's that say? Buckles, this will go smoothly. You will have nothing to worry about. This will be a magical evening. I appreciate it, sir. Uh, my wife and then my job have kept me in the States, but I know good men in Vietnam. Some days I wish I could join them. Lucky devils. Well, they've been living the dream for us, Detective. Oh, I'm sorry. I assumed... No, no. I'm afraid Charlie nicked a tendon in my leg with a bowie knife. Made me unfit for active duty. I was chief mess officer at Camp Pendleton for eight years. Until they replaced me with a gruel faucet. War as hell, sir. Outside, officers Thompson and Pearl finally finished up their seat assignment duties. And finally, we put Ira here so the ficus blocks his line of sight to Guido. Oh, hey, Jimmy, we good? Don't mean to rush you. I just can't shake the feeling that there's something I should be doing right now. PJ seems to have everything well in hand. Oh, fighting crime, that was it. Did you ask him about... Say peanuts, Pearl, say peanuts and see what happens. Peanuts. Ow. Jim, did you tell him I don't like them? Because it's actually way more serious. Who, Pearl? Who looked you up and down and said this woman can bring order to a lawless city? Assuming, of course, there are no legumes present... It's Sunday, the night of the biannual West Los Angeles Community Police Station charity dinner and dance. With the restaurant up to PJ's exacting standards, there's no way anything could possibly go murder. Wrong. I mean, wrong. All right, all right, enough already. Our first order of business is acknowledgement of outstanding officer achievement. 
Junior Detective Buckles, this by Enum, you were not responsible for any deaths. So you lost me five bucks, but I guess congratulations anyway. We also honor our fallen heroes. In the last six months, we have lost only one officer to a tragic tandem bicycle accident. Morty, you taught us all to look both ways before crossing the street. And we also recognize Officer Powell for his stirring rendition of Daisy at Morty's funeral. But the real reason for the evening is to give thanks that we are not nibbling on hopelessly inadequate proportions of Parisian cuisine. Oh, look, honey, they serve the porterhouse in a shot glass. Why? Why sacrifice our satiation for the mere appearance of enough? Here's to PJ. He warns that should you enlist with the house special chili, you should expect a dishonorable discharge. With that, I will absolutely not say bon appetit, but I will say happy pie hole stuffing. That was a fine speech, Chief. I know Thompson has a bone to pick with me, but sticking me at the table with you, Buckles, was a step too far. <clears throat> Your soup, gentlemen, Mr. Chief, Mr. Buckles, and for you, Ms. Pearl. Excuse me, does this... Pearl, shut up and eat it. Where is Thompson? I haven't seen him all night. Uh, I'm sorry to say that PJ has branded Thompson a health hazard. Somehow it got out that he, like many of us, enjoys the occasional salted peanut... PJ refused to let him attend, and technically he outranks me. Poor Thompson. He's been looking forward to this all by annum. Yeah, we'll take him a doggy bag. Would you look at this soup, Buckles? I think I just saw a whole head of cauliflower breach. Now it has retreated to the abyssal depths, where it falsely believes my spoon shall not follow. Chief, I think something's wrong with Pearl. Well, thank you for joining the rest of us, Buckles. Hmm, and do I detect a twist of chipotle? No, look. What's wrong, Pearl? Too spicy for you? Something go down the wrong tube? Are you doing an impression of someone having a severe allergic reaction? Ooh, wait. What do we do, Chief? I don't know. What's the opposite of a peanut? Do we just feed her that? I don't think she's breathing, Chief. I already lost an officer to a tandem bicycle. If a peanut takes out another one, I'll be the laughingstock of the LAPD. What do you mean she's not breathing? Her whole head's been in the soup for a while now. Boy. I mean, you gotta figure that wouldn't have happened with smaller portions. Do not test me, Buckles. I think we're supposed to keep her feet elevated. She's dead, Chief. Elevate them anyway. It's what she would have wanted. The death of Officer Pearl casts a grim pall over the rest of the evening. Dessert is bittersweet. The dancing is conservative. Finally, the attendees file out as the forensic team files in. BJ, what can I say? Service was excellent, food more than adequate, but the literal death of one of my officers. I just don't know if I can continue our professional relationship. Ah, Chief, we can weather this. Maybe some palms I can grease, in the most literal possible sense. How do you think the peanut got into the kitchen? Whoa, company, halt! No peanut has entered my kitchen. This was an inside job. Are you suggesting one of my men murdered Pearl? I mean, we all have fantasies, but a gentleman does not act upon them. We'll get to the bottom of it. Charlie kicks your shins. You go down, biting his ankles. Hey, where is Charlie, anyway? Who? My sous chef, Charlie Cooper. I'm sure I've mentioned him. Aw, damn it. Snooty bastard's been going AWOL on me this whole month. Hey, what about that Thompson fella? Seemed like he had a short fuse. Per your instructions, he was not in attendance and has an airtight alibi. Which we'll get as soon as anyone can find him. He seems to have skipped town. For innocent reasons, I'm sure. 
Ah, here comes Forensic Fran. Hey, gang. I hate to be one more cold sore at this kiss party, but there's no trace of peanut in the kitchen, on the tables, even in the gosh darn soup. All right, thanks, Forensic Fran. We'll need to autopsy Pearl, which is great for me. I've always wondered what she looks like on the inside, but it'll have to wait a few days. I'm booked solid. Dissecting spontaneously combusted people takes a little extra love. No one touches the crime scene until then. Oh, Chief, she's already stinking up the joint. You telling me there'll be a corpse in here till Wednesday? Well, what in the hell is that going to do for business? And I'll tell you the health inspector won't be pleased. Not that he ever is. Gosh, PJ, I do feel just awful about this. Look, we already cleared the rest of the place. We just need this table preserved. Maybe you could use Pearl as a draw, huh? Dinner with a dead gal. I can show you how to press her belly and move her jaw so she says I love you. Hold on. The special task force. The only persons with advanced access to this establishment. Pearl's dead. Thompson has innocently disappeared. That just leaves you, Buckles. I didn't kill Pearl, Chief, I'm pretty sure. And yet this is the LAPD, Buckles. And so I hate to put it in such glibly dramatic terms, but... Yeah, what the hell, here I go. You have 24 hours to prove your innocence in this mercy killing. Otherwise, much as it pains me, I'm going to have to authorize lethal force. I understand, Chief. Maybe I'll just go get a bite to eat. I'm feeling... hungry. I would hope, given the severity of the situation, you mean hungry for answers and not food, as your cadence indicated. Wait. Buckles? Buckles? Buckles! Yes, Chief? If it was you, I'd get my five bucks back. Food for thought. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater will be back after this. Hi, I'm Brad Pelvic Thrust for 30-second recipes. You're a busy guy. Buy low, sell high, eat right, who has time? You do! With slurry in a hurry. It's so simple, you don't even need the letter E. Grab a broccoli. Got it? Throw it out! Now mash four apricots. Mix with fish. Pie! Pour it in a glass and smash that glass. Drain into a pan. Not that pan. Cut your hand up on all that glass. Blood is rich in iron. Is it good now? No! You gotta add a pound of- Don't fuck with this! Drink it all! Drink the pan! Didn't you buy two? Isn't this why? Boom! I've been Brad Pelvic Thrust. Back tomorrow with another 30-second recipe for the modern man. And coming next month, check out our new feature. Six-hour recipes for the chick who has shit all to do with her day. It's already been banned from broadcast by every radio station in the country! And now, back to the show. The lights are off at La Grenouille sur la Cochon. The tasteful neon sign of a frog mounting a pig on the Eiffel Tower is dark. But Junior Detective Buckles approaches anyway, hoping to shed light where there is none. And as he knocks politely on the French doors out front, he hears frantic activity inside. Hello? LAPD. Dimothy? Mon Dieu, I thought it was that ass Thompson again. Annette, I know it's late. Too late. We're closed. Indefinitement. I'm sorry to hear that. I guess La Grenouille simply could not go on without her cochon, hmm? Bonsoir. An officer died at the charity dinner and dance tonight. At PJ's? Quelle surprise. Do you have a minute? No. Thank you. Hey! Annette, a week ago Thompson came in here and, with what I'm sure was his usual charm, lost you our business. Now he's gone missing and Pearls died suspiciously from an allergic reaction to a phantom peanut at your competitor's restaurant. This is serious. How dare you? 
I was never in competition with that oaf. Yeah, I thought this place was doing all right. Didn't you just get six sneers from that food magazine? And isn't that good? Ah, the May issue of La Personne Insifferable. We did, and it is. But it doesn't matter. Why not? Take a look. Criminy? Did someone break in here? I have a sneaking suspicion it was one of my staff. Something very important was taken from my kitchen, without which I cannot run this restaurant. So as you can see, I have enough problems right now. Maybe we can make a deal. I can help you out with your theft. Which one of your staff? A new hire, Charles Cooper. Only been here a month. He works the late dinner shift, but he's all bark and no bite. Thinks he's too good to start at the bottom. Doesn't matter. Wait a minute. Did he go by Charles? He wanted us to call him Charlie. Early warning sign right there, hmm? I think PJ's sous chef was moonlighting here. That's one too many coincidences. You got his address? Maybe. If I can come with you. What was stolen? Beeswax. Mine. None of yours. Annette, this is highly unorthodox. So is this case, Jimothy. So is this case. So... The unlikely duo races down the stairs. Is... Into the police cruiser. This... And across town to Charlie's apartment. Case. Charlie, you in there? Oh, move. Annette, stay put. You're not off the hook yet. What are you... Don't pick the lock. It's unladylike and illegal. So he's accusing me of murder. No, it's not. Well, it should be. Careless man left his door open. <sighs> yeah, we better make sure he's okay. Charlie, you in here? Hey, Annette. It's gotta be in here somewhere. All right, if I was a talentless simpleton, where would I hide something? Quit messing with his stuff. It's bad enough we're in here at all. Just leave... My God. What? The corkboard on the wall here. Look at the newspaper clippings. Man explodes in office chair. Scientists baffled. Second man explodes. Scientists throw up hands in we-give-up motion. Local actress's first stage performance really pops. Well, that one's just in poor taste. They're all about the spontaneous combustions. Except this little note paper here. Forty hours. That's all it says. Peanuts. Charlie. Pearl. Forty hours. None of this makes sense. I feel like my brain's first stage performance is popping. Damn it, we can't afford to wait for the autopsy. Pearl hasn't been autopsied yet. She's still at the restaurant. The morgue's backed up. Timothy, shut up for a second. When was the soup served? I don't know, around eight. Calculate the simmering time, carry the four, account for vegetable pre-cook. Charles was at my restaurant Saturday. He would have had to start Sunday morning, which puts him at PJ's all day. Saturday afternoon. Timothy, shut up again. I know how to catch Charles red-handed, but we need to make a deal. What's that? You may see some things. Things I'd need to know you'll keep discreet. I was named most discreet in my graduating class. Then pick up that phone and call the chief. We need PJs emptied. If this is the pizza delivery man, the delay has become criminal! Chief, I need a favor. No. Anyone we've still got left at PJs, I need cleared out. You have to trust me on this. I do trust you, Buckles. I trust you to take an order like make sure them's no peanuts and wind up with a dead pearl. But fortune has favored you. Forensic Fran has gone home to her creative taxidermy. Whatever your plan is, do not kill any more officers. We need those. Thanks, Chief. Annette, let's ride. On Annette's mysterious orders, she and Jim Buckles unlock every door at PJ's, switch off all the lights, and hide themselves just right there, under that counter. But after an hour of waiting, Detective Buckles is starting to think this plan is out to lunch. I don't get it, Annette. Why do you think Charlie would come back here? Shush is why. And how did he do it? Forensic friend said there's no trace of peanuts. Shush is how. Timothy, listen. It is him. 
What's that he's holding? Shush is what? Okay, fine. I knew that little rat took it. Let's just stay down until... LAPD, freeze. Hands up, Charlie. Damn it. Don't make me shoot. Shoot, officer? Shoot with what? With a single blast from the strange device in Charlie's hand, Jim Buckle's gun promptly disappears. Now, why don't you get your hands up, officer? And is that a string of profanity I hear from behind the counter? Come on out, Annette. Charlie, you worm. Watch it, honey, or you're going to get raid. Officer, no one's got to get hurt here. I'm just at my place of business, and I mistakenly thought you were an intruder. So since you got nothing on me, maybe you best... Nothing on you? You're a dirty thief. Oh, yeah? What'd I steal, Annette? Why don't you tell the officer? Something uh, very, very personal and uh, valuable and... Uh... Damn you, Charles! Charlie! You pretentious bitch! It's Charlie! Listen, Charlie, you're right. All I have is hearsay and conjecture, and a lot of strange coincidences. But I know they add up to something. Not enough to arrest you right now, but enough to launch an investigation. And something tells me that however many of these pieces end up fitting together, that's not something you want, is it? I think you had a bone to pick with Thompson and PJ, and I think you killed two birds and a pearl with one stone. Yeah, so what are you going to do about it? Did you call in backup? Did you hide a camera to catch my confession or something? I just ran out the clock. In an image that would grace the collective nightmares of the three witnesses for years to come, Pearl's lifeless body flexes into sudden convulsions, bloats with a terrifying speed, and promptly explodes to reveal... Thompson, on your left. What's... uh, I can see I'm in a restaurant, so why don't I tell you all about our specials today? I'd recommend the chef's famous knuckle sandwich! Nice going, Thompson. You saved my bacon. We'll call it even if you can explain why I'm standing in PJs covered in blood and entrails. Man, I just had the weirdest dream. About being eaten alive? What? No. My right and left hands were switched. I couldn't play pool for pudding. Eaten alive? You're a strange man, Buckles. Gross. With Charlie out cold, a call placed to the station, and Thompson retreating to the lavatory to clean himself up, a calm descends over PJs and over Detective Jim Buckles. Well, Jimothy, if you won't be needing me, I'll take my, uh, uh, handheld, um, convection oven back and, uh... Not so fast, Annette. Pourquoi? I'm not letting you leave here with a shrink ray. Excuse-moi, quoi the uh, shrink ray? Monsieur? Annette, I know you speak English. See, nothing about this puzzle was clicking, but the right question was on everyone's lips. How do you get the food at your restaurant so small? Suppose you had a device that could do it for you, create a gravitronic singularity that could actually miniaturize matter. Looks great on the plate, but the unstable nature of the gravitons would mean the effect would decay after, I'm guessing, 40 hours. Enough time for most people to fully digest the meal, but for those unlucky few... The results would be messy. They would have said it was worth it. Charles wanted to prove himself, but when he figured out your secret, he saw an opportunity for revenge against Thompson, PJ, and you. Without your tiny food, you couldn't stay in business. With the bad press, the death of a police officer, even Pearl, would bring, PJs would go under as well. And Thompson? Poor, peanut-saturated Thompson? Well, he'd be shrunk down, dropped into a bowl of soup, and served to someone Charlie knew had a deadly allergy. So, Charlie killed Pearl. Très bien. And now, au revoir. But we've fielded 28 cases of spontaneous combustion, Annette. You're not going anywhere. Oh, but I am. 
Because if you figured all that out, you must have figured out that no one else will believe a single word of this. But feel free to stop me if I'm wrong. Where'd you get the shrink ray, Annette? Forget it, Jimothy. I have friends in deep places. Hey, I'm back. Did I miss anything? Gentle show-jumping Jesus! Buckles, you've liquefied Pearl! Thompson! Why did you let Junior Detective Buckles liquefy Pearl? Thompson! Where have you been? Ugh, what does that smell on you? I'm a little hazy on the details. Thompson took the uninvitation a bit rough. He's still hungover. Oh, Thompson, you big drunken lug. Let me embrace you like a surrogate father. Ugh. On second thought, let me salute you like a surrogate father who has trouble expressing his emotions. Charlie here was trying to get rid of the body. He knew we'd find evidence in the autopsy. So in the end, you waited at the scene of the crime for the perp to return. This was your plan. My congratulations for employing perhaps the most obvious tactic in all of policery. Thank you, Chief. I'll call in a cleanup crew to take care of liquefied pearl. It shouldn't be more than a week. Boy, PJ's not gonna like that. Thompson, grab your handcuffs and take Charlie there into custody. Eh? Boys? Custody? Philistines. I'm just glad this is all over. Ah, Buckles. My artificial deadline on your freedom may have seemed harsh, but deep down, I knew you could never have been the one to kill Pearl. After all, she was the only officer who irritated me more than you do. Why would you ever give that up? Why indeed. And so we leave Detective Buckles to contemplate how sometimes the most important things are hiding in the smallest places, and how sometimes those things are shrunken police officers so saturated with peanuts they can trigger allergic reactions when devoured. A lesson we would all do well to learn. But seriously, folks, peanut allergies are no joke. So if you see someone having a severe allergic reaction, remember, elevate their feet. It's what they would have wanted. Excuse me, waiter, there's a murder in my soup, was written by Joseph Beebe. Annette Latour and Pearl were played by Leanna Badawi. Like a... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm a Frencher. Thompson and PJ were played by Rob Murphy. I'm talking about your penis! Forensic Fran was played by Polly Fokayev. Jim Buckles was played by Leet Stetson. The Chief was played by Joseph Beebe. Charlie was played by Edson Jackson. With special guest star Leet Stetson as your narrator. Duotang Chesterfield's Mystery Theater is produced by Joseph Beebe and Theater Doubletake. Duotang Chesterfield wants to know, has anyone tried to use your allergy to cause you ill? Give us their names and a list of their fears at duotangmysteries.com. Or you can find us and subscribe on iTunes. 